0: Oh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We're feeling fine as we wine and dine, and the divine kind, so our faces shine with the sunshine. Amen. Amen. Something like that. With the baseball bat.
1: Enjoying the, the glory. Cat. Enjoying the glory with my cat. <laughs> she is drooling so much. I get that. Do you guys ever drool in the glory? Has that ever happened to you? Just...
0: I've considered buying a bib many times. <laughs> the bib That's a lot of team. drool.
1: I noticed the cats are really feeling the glory today. Ooh, Shabba. And, uh... I'm realizing just before we're starting <laughs> that my cat... She can consistently chooses the glory over the catnip every time.
0: Amazing, Grace.
1: And, uh... What I a like,
0: sacrifice.
1: I feel like that's a word for someone. Even the cats <laughs> learn the cat. to love the glory more than a physical substance that <laughs> intoxicates. So if you think you can't put down the vape or the weed or the alcohol,
0: remember cassette.
1: Remember this cat, she will rise up in the day, of the, She will, what is it, in the end, end days, yeah. and uh, bring judgment
0: in my father's house are many cats if it were not so I'd tell you
1: dogs
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you lord amen Jesus.
1: oh yeah and speaking of drugs and alcohol I did you know we've been having interactive dreams lately and I did uh, see there was a man and there was a young girl who was uh, warning the man to put down the alcohol and to change his beliefs about alcohol and so you know, maybe that's you tuning in. If we that's know you it's
0: today, you-, you need to dump that alcohol down the toilet? Yeah. And get your life together? Are you freaking blind?
1: So, I know most of you... <laughs> that's like five years ago, maybe ten, twenty years ago revelation. You already, <laughs> like... Baseline, borderline, at least put down the drugs and alcohol. Like, we were already, we've already, this has already been established.
0: Yes, this is foundational drunken glory 101 doctor. If you
1: are still considering. 25 years. If you are still considering. Man, it was, the, the little girl was really sad in the dream, too. It was, like, heartbreaking crying out for her dad because he still considered alcohol a viable uh, means of intoxication or. It's like lot. Literally, that means you are drinking the wine of Sodom. Physical alcohol is... What do you want to say? I'll let you speak on that one about physical alcohol.
0: It's sorcery. Yep. Getting drunk on alcohol or buzzed on alcohol is sorcery. Mm -hmm. And it really just shows that Jesus is not the wine of your new covenant, that you don't have a new covenant with God. The Bible says drink the new covenant... And if you're not satisfied in that drink, you go to alcohol, Mm -hmm. which it just reveals that you do not know God Mm -hmm. and it needs to break you because over 50% of Christians justify sipping alcohol. Mm -hmm. David Wilkerson's book, Sipping Saints, it's an epidemic of Satan destroying Mm -hmm. Christians, and it's not a minor thing. It is the guaranteed destruction of your divine destiny.
1: Right. If you are partaking in alcohol or you even consider alcohol okay at this point to even be an okay option for you or for others, you're already forfeiting your divine destiny. It's, you're not going to walk in it.
0: And Jesus Christ said, you shall not drink again of this type mm-hmm. of wine. And when he said for Timothy to drink a little wine for your stomach, that was the medicine. Mm-hmm. That was the exact same thing as taking an mm-hmm. Advil, a Tylenol, mm-hmm. or an Aleve.
1: Right. Totally or different. Or like if you had a stomach flu, you go to the doctor and they give you medicine.
0: They you use know? alcohol as medication, so it's like the abuse mm-hmm. of medication. Medicine.
1: Right, and that's an epidemic in you know our country as well is abuse of doctor-prescribed pharmaceuticals that there may be a good intention to use them to help people to recover or have major surgeries and things like that which you know we're all for medical advancement but who's the best doctor jesus
0: so the law is for destroying Mm -hmm. sin but Mm -hmm. grace is for building up christ within a lot of believers are not God inside minded to the point where they're satisfied on Jesus, so they mm-hmm. have to turn to the external senses, right. which is why they drink alcohol, because they don't know bliss or Christ mm-hmm. within them yet, and there's mm-hmm. no realization of the glory. Right. So you got to get broken by your own sin. We have to smash the nations to pieces like pottery, which means destroy the outer man to reveal the inner man so that the inner man mm-hmm. sees Jesus. The pure in mm-hmm. heart will see God. Until you see Jesus in your inner man, mm-hmm. there will be vices, like vice has gone out of business and declared <laughs> bankruptcy this last week. Isn't that well?
1: It's yes, I sign and wonder.
0: Thanks for the documentary while you were still alive. Pretty cool. Yeah. Justice and victory. It netza, is so that's Netza. Victory is the Hebrew word netzah, which is the ring we're standing on right now. And it's going pretty good. Dealing with a lot in this uh, this world of Netzira. It was so wild. i got to share the sign and wonder today. You know, about a year ago, it was someone's birthday today. It used to be an intern that lived in this house. Back when this house was had all kinds of people and renters all the time and interns coming through over a decade ago. And this intern, it's his birthday today, and so I messaged him. And the last thing he wrote me, and this was like literally years ago, was uh, 1899, an article from 1899 that's called Net Zero, which is what Rebecca's been teaching on the last three months. And I just like, I never read it because I kind of thought the guy was crazy. But he was prophesying, and it's the exact place that we're standing in right now. And he had prophesied and confirmed it for today. That was wild, man. (laughs) So it's a good day. It's a new season in every way. We're in that special grace, and God is dividing his grace, listen now, from self-grace. When you deal with false brethren, and we've dealt with them by the thousands in this ministry, each one of them begins to oppose true grace with the substance of self-grace. Okay, self-grace is a real substance of the Antichrist that is a self-favor and a favor in the soul realm that's separated (laughs) from the throne of grace. So you gotta understand how Jesus' <laughs> throne releases a substance of the spirit of grace, and it's a blood covenant. It's for those developing the God sperm genetics and their born-again spirit. Everyone else that claims grace and favor, that's not the grace of Jesus. That's why the Bible says the grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit and not just. Some grace floating out in outer space be with your spirit. Or the grace of this teaching, or the grace of that pastor, or the grace of this person or that person. Generic grace, self grace, human grace. But the Bible says only the grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit. Okay? Why? Because there's all kinds of other graces. Grace just means favor. It does. And if you can get favor with men and women apart from the throne of Jesus, how many of y'all know that's false grace? And a lot of people use that in Christianity to think that they're in right standing with God, but they're only in right standing with the devil. And you know that's the truth anyhow because they're soulish, carnal, selfish people that don't even know the throne of God in their own belly. They're not in the river. They're not drinkers. They're not humble. They don't have fruit. They're carnal. They're selfish. They'll be lovers of self in the end times. What do the lovers of self have? A self-applied grace from fallen angels. There is a favor with the fallen angels if you are in false Christianity. We need to expose it because it's what a lot of people are walking in And that's why they're still immature having been in the charismatic church 10, 20, 30, 40 years. It's not real grace. Real grace comes from what the Bible calls the throne of grace. It's a throne, and it's for only developing Jesus' brothers and sisters who are of the same genetics, of the same exact bloodline. Okay, Grace is mentioned 130 times in the New Testament. But only 19 times in the Old Testament. Grace is the favor of God, Jesus Christ earned, that you get by faith. Now those instances that you read about in the Old Testament, those people were tapping into Jesus. Mm -hmm. But there's also wisdom of understanding the Old Testament under the law That there was a grace through their own self-effort and works which was commanded by the law of Moses in the Old Testament. That's a different grace than you get today. The grace today is the inheritance of Jesus from his works from his father. So that's why scripture says the grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit and not you having your own grace by being good. If you can get this tonight, it'll set you free. Get it the grace of the Lord Jesus, which is how Jesus pleased God through His works, and you get an impartation of that grace into your spirit, which is the favor that Jesus had from His Father by being perfect. We are saved by an impartation of Jesus' grace. The truth is, you'll never have your own. Religion is having your own grace. Even your own graces. Notice the reprobate Hora Babylon defending herself against Jesus Christ in the red letters. But I have done signs, wonders, miracles, healing, speaking in tongues, driving out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead in your name. Doesn't that mean something, Jesus? He said no. Nope. Nothing. You're going to hell for eternity is what Jesus Christ said to them because they had a false grace and external grace and not the impartation of Jesus's inheritance from his father, which means they were not his bride, even though they were functioning in all his stolen mm-hmm. stuff,
1: even though they were dead raising miracle, working, casting out
0: dead raisers demons. go to hell. Ministries Worldwide International.
1: Somebody's going to get their priorities straight in 2023. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) What's important to Jesus, then, if it's not just the dead-raising, miracle-working, healing? We got 50 people out of wheelchairs just last week, Jesus. What do you mean, go to hell?
0: Now, we're all for signs and wonders, as it's written in Isaiah. We are signs and wonders in Israel. But you need to understand... The wisdom of why John the Baptist had no signs and wonders, had no miracles, because he only spoke about the Messiah's grace. One comes after me was his message. Repent and make straight the way for another. You see that? He was a messenger preparing Israel for Messiah's grace. That's what made him the greatest prophet of all time. He was a light of true grace of Jesus Christ that came after him. Now, everyone else, they had their own measures of grace that have no rewards before God for being good. You can have in the eyes of human beings grace. You notice that? That's what religion gives you. If you give publicly your gifts and are known to others as a philanthropist, and you're doing all this stuff for others you have your rewards before men, Jesus Christ said in the red letters. Which means your your inheritance and your rewards are human graces. Mm-hmm. The things of Christianity can become human graces that have zero rewards from God. That's what the horror of Babylon is operating in right now.
1: Stolen grace. Stolen anointing. Woo! Stolen Shekinah glory. <laughs> Stolen Oil, you know the the foolish virgins. They do not remain virgin when they realize that they can no longer leech off of the anointing of the wise virgins who have plenty of oil. We got plenty of oil. We keep stocked up. We got it on the you know the auto renew on Amazon option, so you don't have to, you know, you keep tapping into that unlimited grace because it's unmerited favor with God
0: you know my journey with Christ just to say something real quickly he's continuously broken me down outwardly to rely more on him inwardly for his inheritance that I receive true grace in my spirit I will tell you the truth all the raising and the fathering of God upon your lives is to break you down to be dependent on Jesus Christ's inheritance why you're called the bride of Christ and not the bride of anyone else it's a dependency through discipleship and crushing of every other thing and dependence in your life especially religion which is the most deceiving that gets you into self grace a grace that has favor with human beings in their senses in their eyes in their ears even from hearing your gospels and your teachings and your ministries How many all know human beings have zero ministry before God? No ministry. No human being has a ministry before God. Jesus is the new covenant ministry before God. Which means if you're in His grace, you're a partaker of His divine nature as high priest before God. And the measure He's in you is the measure you're alive by His grace.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. That's so good, and that's a good word. Uh, somebody's <laughs> gonna grab it. Reach out and grab it. You shall. All right.
0: Let's we'll say it. two more things here. This is what God was teaching me in today. That's why Scripture says, "The grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit, and not your own grace." Notice it's Jesus's grace only, as an impartation every time. Okay. So the real gospel will intensify. His inheritance in you, and you will never have your own. That self-stubbornness, independence from God is the curse of the fall that's being burned out of you as you're humbled by having another man's inheritance who freely gives you his inheritance Mm -hmm. through your faith in his works.
1: You can't deserve it.
0: Self-grace is antichrist. That's all the temptations of fallen angels, every time. Self-grace is antichrist. Your family members and all the temptations of friends and family that are clueless, it's all to produce one thing, a self-grace. Why don't you have favor with human beings yet? Because you're developing the favor with God (laughs) first, and it will consume all their pride. Then you'll have divine favor with them, like Joseph, over them, which is what God's accomplishing right now in the remnant. Christ's grace is imparted from him and his Father by his Spirit through faith. Philippians 4.23 in the message. Sister shared this on Facebook today. I'd never seen this before. Oh, Blew yo. my freaking mind. Oh. Check this scripture. <laughs> Receive
2: and experience the
0: amazing <laughs> grace of the Master.
2: <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. Deep, deep within yourselves. Let's say it one more time. Receive and experience, and experience the amazing, the amazing grace, grace of the Master, grace Jesus Christ, deep deep, deep, deep within yourselves. Oh, now that's what I'm talking about. See the born again spirit is the door. Behold, I stand at the door where? On his own throne, and if you boldly approach me, my throne of grace which means you pulled all your own ability and laid it down before his throne in you.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And that's how you begin to walk in him like him yeah. by yielded to God inside mindedness. Amen.
1: He's still alive.
0: Want to share this other <gasps> sign wonder oh, today?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That angel feather that I received, <laughs> I put it on my speaker and it, like, blew away. I spent, uh, you know, like a, like a tweaker. Everything's white in there, too. Like How are you going to find that? Lost yeah, like I had them. my flashlight out searching the ground for my <laughs> angel feather for, like, a half hour. I'm like,
1: oh. wouldn't be a problem if you just ate it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't actually publicly endorse cannibalization of angel <laughs> feathers.
0: Big. But the angel feather, Bob Jones would always say, is a seal of a new level in God. And I can tell you right now, we're in a new level in God, and it's coming down through the whole body. And it doesn't matter your judgment of yourself. It matters the grace of the Lord Jesus that the body barely even knows. So they're going to be overwhelmed with goodness that they don't even know about. And it's going to be the goodness of the Lord that leads them to repentance, which is into higher places, sapphire stones. Amen. Mm. So as I was driving my car home today... I don't think I've ever seen a license plate with my last name on it like this. I had it was B R T H so it's Barthrop my last name, and then it was a uh, two eighteen, which is John two eighteen, an angel told me.
2: Ooh.
0: When the then the Jews retorted, Okay, this is the naysayers, the doubters, unbelievers, which is the ninety nine percent of Christians towards this ministry right now. Uh, yeah. What sign can you show us? Red Letter Ministries. Seeing that you do these things, what sign, miracle, token, indication... What token? Yeah, yeah. The only token you got is mine. token the ghost. That's
1: my that scripture is the Torah.
0: You teachers of the
2: Bible and <laughs> scribes.
1: What's that token? <laughs> There it is. You've seen it. Yeah, That's J- all. That is all. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> <What?
2: laughs> J.R.R.
0: Token of the Rings, which is the Sephiroth Christian Kabbalah. How about that? Suck on that, Pharisees. That'll yeah. give him a heart attack and a brain injury.
1: Literally, suck on it. Here, it's a token. What sign,
0: miracle, token, <laughs>
1: indication can
0: you give us as evidence that Let you me have authority? Indicate in Red Letter Ministries, and are commissioned to act in this way. (laughs) And that that, it had my last name with that verse on it today. I've
1: seen that license plate around here. And
0: the Lord was saying, this is where they're at, towards Red Letter Ministries. This is like John the Baptist Company making straight the way of the Lord, which is the heavenly way, not the earthly way, which is the sapphire stones, and uh, the cosmic ascension in the wisdom of Enoch. So what they're looking for, what the Christians are looking for, you know this is true how it is out there. Yeah. They're like, what ministry has the gemstones, the angel feathers falling, the manifest Shekinah glory cloud? We're looking for the kumbaya. We're looking for the miracles, um, the healings, the signs, the wonders.
1: Anything but Christ inside You notice his we're murderers were
0: looking for this stuff. The anti-Christ children of fallen angels were looking for... For the wrong evidence mm-hmm. that this man was sent from God just like when they come mm-hmm. in here they're not looking at the right stuff discernment is not that stuff discernment is looking if a person is drawing from the inward throne of grace like John the Baptist mm-hmm. now you need to understand in Israel everyone that missed John the Baptist's mm-hmm. baptism and was not baptized by him was destroyed by Rome and sold into slavery. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that they were
1: spiritually that? destroyed when Jesus showed
0: Physically up? Physically and spiritually yeah. annihilated.
1: Right. So, John. It felt like you know, there. John had the the water, the mercy, the gospel of John. Right. The gospel. <laughs> gospel. The water baptism, the repentance. He made the way for the Lord. Now, when the Lord showed up, he destroyed them spiritually. By just, he destroyed their demons. They clung to the demons. Whichever side you cling to. When the other side gets destroyed, you don't want to go with it. So they clung to that, and they went with it. And then later on, it shows up in the natural realm. And then that's when they were physically destroyed. But by the time they were physically destroyed, they were already spiritually destroyed. But the opportunity, like Brandon said, came with that preaching, without signs, without wonders, but the river preaching the river preaching. And
0: uh, cosmically what happened was they were cut off from the heavenly Jerusalem. Therefore, as above, so mm-hmm. below it is written. Then they were cut off from the earthly Jerusalem. Which means if you're not married to the Jerusalem above, you'll be terminated from the Jerusalem below. Mm-hmm. They always coexist, the above and below. I was studying Torah and Abraham and his cave in the Mechpelah, the cave of mm-hmm. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they say that's where also Adam and Eve were buried. And they say that that cave, and I was reading some of the Jewish mages, it was a double cave <laughs> that in the field of the Hittites <clears throat> that Abraham bought as a burial <laughs> ground for the patriarchs. And that there was a cave within a cave. Kurra. So, the cave, and this is wild, y'all, because the angel was taking me into this cave this afternoon, mm-hmm. and it was like Abraham's bosom was in the cave, both in naturally cave. and spiritually, which, you know, was the resting place for all the saints in the Old Testament until Jesus' blood was spilt and they ascended into heaven mm-hmm. in Acts 1. The 400 wandering around Jerusalem, they're all, they also went up when he ascended. You'll see angels or the spirits of the righteous men made perfect ascending and descending. It is written, not just archangels and cherubim and seraphim and Ophidim, also the angel of Moses and the angel of Elijah and the angel of Peter and the Mm. angel of Paul. You're going to see them. The angel of Enoch. So in this cave, it established the below and the above. And just like the Jerusalem below... It's it established the building of the Jerusalem below established and built the Jerusalem above. You know, if there is no fulfillment of the Old Testament, there's no new covenant. I have not come to do away the Old Testament. I've come to fulfill it. So there was a building in the natural below that opened up the supernatural above. And the supernatural above is in the stars. It is a path in the stars. It is a heavenly starry Jerusalem. Absolutely true. If you read the Bible, the woman standing on the moon is crowned in a tiara of 12 stars and clothed in the sun, which is a star. And she is a citizen of heavenly Jerusalem. This is a cosmic Israel. In the Old Testament, they were alluding to it. Mystics could tap into it. Obviously, Elijah tapped into it. It's the realm of mysticism, it's the realm of the signs and wonders of the chariots and the horsemen of Elijah and the whirlwind. It's the realm of the angelic ability that you could tap into the Old Testament. Why? Because the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world, which means you could get into the heavens in the Old Testament. But you had to go deep, and many went deep, and many did not. Now in the New Testament, it's the standard. You don't have an option of just going to temple and killing your bullocks. Right? That system's gone. That sacrificial system's gone. Now it's the Lamb of God getting into the heavenly Jerusalem, or you're not even saved at all. In, In fact, if you just cling to the earthly Jerusalem and reject the heavenly Jerusalem, you'll get the same diaspora as the Jews. God's no respecter of persons. Romans chapter 11, If He treated the covenant history of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's children that way, how much more shall He treat in severity the Gentiles? Romans 11, it is written. Mm -hmm. So this grace is for one thing, establishing a heavenly citizenship through an internal awakening above. This grace is to live in the cosmic, heavenly and angelic sphere. And if you're using it from within for that purpose, he will give you grace without measure. If you are using it for any other purpose, it goes into the animal. It goes into the flesh. And you get cut off below because you're not serving at the altar of Jerusalem below. Therefore, you're disconnected from the Jerusalem above, which means you're dwelling in different cities above and below. You understand that? There are spiritual people here that refrain from the true use of grace for the development of their spirit that are operating in the spirit in the above world and the below world. They're all the children of Balaam and Janes and Jambres. Mm. As it's written in Timothy, this Christian church of Timothy, who was a pastor of a hundred thousand saints under the apostle Paul, got into Janies and Jambres, which means the white and black magicians of Egypt, and nobody could escape the magic of Egypt. Okay, what is the Exodus? The escape of Egyptian magic. And I know that's the same spells and sorceries Mm -hmm. on many of your heads right now and why you cannot escape the natural realm into the glory realm Mm -hmm. because you're trapped in Egyptian magic. The blood of Jesus has given you grace to escape Egyptian magic, but you need to know the escape into the different world. It's going to be the world of Christ's grace into the throne of grace that will open up the divine nature in you. But if you're not interested in the divine nature, no Christian teaching can ever even help you. Because salvation comes through the development of a bloodline as a child of God. Not as a system of religion of do's and don'ts and being good on the outside or appearances or favor with men, but of a child formed inside your belly in the womb of the Holy Spirit and you have to be interested in being a different race above all the religious activity. Otherwise, the New Testament will not profit you, but actually establish you in a sorcery like Timothy's church mm-hmm. of Janes and Jambres of good and evil, right and wrong in your human brains. Truth anyhow. Oh, it's a deep teaching. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But God has better plans in mind for you to establish you as his own seed line in your inner man as a spirit being bearing his image if you understand the process and don't perish for lack of knowledge, a certain type of knowledge, a knowledge that comes from a torch of a living Holy Spirit who is your only God, who is your only Savior. Here, Bible tells you, John 14, Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit is the seven spirits of God. One of the seven spirits of God of the Holy Ghost. And these are genes, guys. These are gene pools. This fire is a person. This lamp, this menorah is a person. It's not just, oh, come Holy Spirit and again, bless me and bless my soul. It's possess me, take me over, control me. I'm your temple. I'm yielding to you. You are the genetics of Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. Let your fire consume my soul. Raise me up for your purposes. I want to be a child of God. I choose to be of the heavenly race. The Israel of God, the 144,000, it's a race. It's called mature Christianity. It's the real deal. And the Holy Ghost is your mother. You will see the Holy Ghost brooding over you and you shall conceive and be a child even though you are yet a virgin, it is written. Which means who conceives you? Who births you? Who rears you? Bible tells you, The Holy Ghost does. Do you know the Holy Ghost as the mother of your own spirit? Because that's biblical. Yep. And now you're in that womb, in utero. And you come out of the womb with your consciousness, which is a seared conscious. And you get into some external stuff, which is idolatry. And she doesn't give up on you. The Holy Ghost does not, I will never leave you nor forsake you, says the Lord. Why? Because the very conception of your spirit being, regenerated in Christ, requires the presence of the Holy Ghost. You cannot be separated from the Holy Ghost unless you choose to be. But if you are making progress, you'll only grow in union with the Holy Ghost all the days of your God inside-minded lives. Unless, of course, you're bewitched, which means you've rejected and aborted the new creature. Can the new creature be destroyed? I believe so. Twice dead is written in the word. I believe that a person can so forfeit the development of the divine God sperm genetics in their bellies that they terminate it while they're in a youth form because they choose witchcraft of religion on the outside. That's why you see a lot of people coming in the guise of Christianity that are completely and totally an abomination of the Antichrist. They're not interested in developing God's race. They're interested only in themselves in stealing from God like their father, the devil. And you know how many thousands of times we have dealt with these false brethren in apostolic ministry. It's not a rare thing. Jesus Christ said it'd be 50-50. Sheep goes 50-50. Wheat tears 50-50. Which means a lot of people are only in it for themselves, But a lot of people are in it for Jesus. And you have many brothers and sisters that love Jesus more than their old Adamic name and man and their own old Adamic genetics and their old last name. They want the last name of Jesus Christ inscribed on their forehead at the sacrifice of their own souls. There are many who love the cross in this generation. And there are many that hate it and despise it. Just like their father Satan. So we will separate even further still the lovers of Calvary from the haters of Calvary.
2: Mm. Now,
0: this is your testing every day. And when you fail, just go into the grace of Jesus recognizing the animal cannot practice divinity. The animal cannot practice divinity. Christ, by His Spirit, is the divine nature on the inside. So the divine nature, John seven thirty-eight was a liquid substance in the Bible called living waters. Okay, just like in the realm of the natural, when a child is born, the waters break. The breaking of the living waters is the hatching of the God-sperm child in your spiritual stomachs. Now you're going to wrestle with your old Adamic nature because your consciousness is trapped outside of your own spirit. Therefore, you aye, need aye, to aye, aye, aye. completely connect your brain, transfigured by the renewing of your brain, inside the belly, inside the embryo Me. of God, Gosh. inside the God-sperm child. And when you put your brain in there, it's yielded to the things of God. You'll still have the external stuff you deal with, but you're connected. You're covenanted. Now you can make progress. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says labor to enter the rest. What kind of rest? The rest after childbirth, the rest after being born of God, born of heaven. There's a rest. What part of you labors to enter the rest? Every part of you that's not the God sperm genetics, which is all your human DNA, which for a lot of you is 99% of your consciousness. That's why it's hard and not easy, and not everyone can do it because they're stuck in their own human DNA and they consider human beings their parents because they don't know God as their mother and father inside their own born again spirit. God fathers and mothers from within the secret place of the heart. What's the secret place? The place where you're raised as a child of God. See, it's not some far-off future event where you walk with the Father in the coolness of the day when you're all high and mighty and mature like the apostles. No, it's returning, repenting right now Mm -hmm. into your born-again spirit and getting fathered Mm -hmm. immediately.
1: That's evidence that you're under Egyptian black and white and red magic and sorcery over your mind that you're in captivity in Egypt still in your heart and in your mind (laughs) is that you are jealous and you steal or you want to steal because you think when you see something that someone has as a blessing from God, whether it's revelation or natural bl- blessings, someone gets blessed with something, whether it's a house or a spouse or a car or a mouse. Oh, I know, you know, whatever, whatever they're blessed with, and something inside of you. Says I should have that. That's for me. That's mine. My inheritance. I know God has promised that to Sounds me. Sounds like Cain to me. That's Cain, and you're under Egyptian magic and sorcery. And so, in essence, if you don't repent from that way of thinking and that behavior of feeling towards others, it's going to kill your destiny. And so, take that in all seriousness. Wherever there's strife, envy, oh, that—that's when you see something that God has blessed someone with. And you think, no, that's mine. I know that's for me. You know, that's um, evidence that you are sacrificing your destiny on an altar to demons. That was a word for somebody. So,
0: I'll tell you a mystery. The mark of the beast is the mark of Cain. Which is called the mark of a human being, and y'all got it until your mind's renewed. Which means that whole part of you is damned. I'm talking about damned and doomed to destruction like the devil himself. And that should be good news mm-hmm. because the more you embrace the wrath of the Lamb, it will completely obliterate that mm-hmm. off of the God-sperm part of you. Which means mm-hmm. the separation between the Adamic and the second Adamic becomes a wider and wider chasm called being holy and separate from sinners. Or separate from the mark of Cain, the mark of the beast.
1: A lot of times people misjudge those walking in holiness and in righteousness because they assume, they think and act and feel like they do. So that's where those misjudgments and misinterpretations usually come from. Once you go into the sun and you go over the sun, you don't think like that anymore. We don't think like you think. We don't feel those feelings like you feel. It just, it, it's, it's not there. There's still things that need refinement. But you have to understand, that's not in the nature anymore. So, a lot of that misunderstanding people see and they judge with their eyes because they think that we think like they think. the like only reason.
0: Serving the animal right. is love. Nonsense.
1: Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you'll be tested in a lot of ways. God weighs and judges by the heart. You have to understand foolish virgins have oil. It's not that they don't have oil. What, what's written in the Bible? The foolish virgins had oil. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't got have the Bible. enough. They didn't have enough oil. They didn't have enough oil. To last, until the appointed time, wise virgins had more than enough oil. So the foolish virgins, they actually do not stay virgin. They will not remain virgin. When they go and say, give us some of your oil, now they're looking and trying to take and they say, no, go get your own. (laughs) Where do you think they're going to try and go get oil since they haven't had the time? They don't have the time now to produce oil. Yep. They're going to go and look to steal it. How does, you know, if you look, search through the scriptures and see, to destroy kings and steal their anointing, what do you have to do? You have to become a whore. Uh, so, a religious whore of false love. Uh, there are demons that they call upon themselves, whether they realize it or not. They might think, I need oil, I need that anointing, I need to get close, I need to befriend, right, flattery? Flattery is deception. They'll need, They'll try and find some people to get close to through deception of false love so that they can destroy kings and princes, you know, queens and princesses, to siphon that oil, thinking it's going to help them, but it's not because, guess what, even when they're full of stolen oil, which we see that written in the word, read through Proverbs and see. Read through the New Testament and see. By the time they have all the oil that they would have originally needed to have to be let in, they're no longer virgin. Wise virgins full of oil. You maintain virginity and you guard, that, guard your heart above all else for it's the wellspring of life. That wellspring of your intimacy, of the affections of your heart, those go to Jesus, and if the Godhead is so gracious to you to give you a spouse that you don't deserve, no one on earth deserves a spouse, are you kidding me? Hmm. No one on earth deserves, um, or some of you might be like, well, it's my punishment. <laughs> no. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. God gives good gifts.
0: At age 40, you get cats.
1: You get cats. <clears throat> and that's all you get. No, I'm just kidding. That's oh, a wonderful inheritance.
0: <laughs> In my father's house are many cats.
1: Amen. But those those things, if you're looking at the natural dimension...
0: Uh-huh. I can hear him saying, I'm married to Jesus. I'm
1: married to Jesus.
0: Amen.
2: <laughs> you
1: want to maintain... So the heart affections, if the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, says, All right, we'll give this person a spouse. And this will be, you know, the right, you know, fitting person for them. Or we'll change this situation around. Or this will give them a job. There's different things that heaven decides. Then, and only then, are you allowed to give your heart affections, that sacred place if you're giving that oil to foolish virgins, you lose your virginity. You understand? This is a deep word for someone. That sacred anointing of the affections of your heart, it's only in the Holy of Holies. You only give your affections to God. If He gives you the benefit of having a spouse, you can give them affections of your heart. That's legal. But you cannot give that... To anyone else. And what we have in the Whore of Babylon Church of Christianity... Hello, it's called Whore of Babylon. The fake nice, nice, nice Christian fellowship, brotherly, sisterly love. Love. Right? Black Venus. Jupiter. And uh, Neptune. At the top of which is Molech, which is the principality. The cosmic principality of lust. He rules and reigns over all of those things. All of their... Relationships and their relations to each other are an abomination of whoredom. But it's covered up in many layers of religion. So by the time you might even rise to begin to understand that, they might already be sucking you dry. You might have already lost your precious virginity and your spirit. That's
0: such a good point. Most Christians Mm -hmm. would give the foolish virgins their oil and think mm-hmm. it's being a good Christian, but oh, you Elijah. actually join them in folly.
1: Yeah, you join them in folly. Which and what that is, boredom. is
0: mm-hmm. feeding the soul instead of developing the spirit to produce their own mm-hmm. oil, since you're at planting of the olive tree of life. The olive tree of life is the seed of the tree of life, which is what you're born again mm-hmm. by. So if you're not producing oil, that means you never did anything with the seed. So to give right. your oil to someone who's never developed the seed is to become a fool with them. True yeah, And that is the majority of Christianity out there and people are against developing the seed if you haven't noticed it's not mm-hmm. popular today but we need to establish mm-hmm. it as the only kind of Christianity that exists.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, if you can understand that teaching, you can get into the sun of righteousness. Anyone that I've ever seen or heard or even read about in the Bible that tapped into walking in sun righteousness, entering the sun, the universal requirement for entering is that wisdom that I just shared with you now. You must hate false love, which is the whitewashing of religion over whoredom that appearance of good, appearance of virginity, even brotherly love, and all those things, a lot of times you'll see the side effects come, you know, symptoms and side effects come with those underlying, uh, what do you call them, the underlying problem. You'll notice there's a constant need for personal ministry, they always want a personal word. They'll want one-on-one time with the apostles, the prophets. They always need someone pouring into them constantly. They can't make any decisions on their own. They have no wisdom of their own, right? In, they become foolish, as Brandon just said.
0: Codependent. But not on Christ in them. Always on everyone others, else, yeah. And everyone else. That's what made them foolish. They hadn't mm-hmm. learned the divine nature and developed it within mm-hmm. them to be the tree of life. And Ruth, no fruit
1: and Ruth Heflin said that these preachers that I'm describing to you now I was watching Ruth Heflin the other night Ruth Heflin said that you can recognize them by their obsession with Romans 8 so it's always Romans 8 Romans 8 so that is part of the seed of the whitewashed tombs of the Pharisees
0: Pharisees love Romans 8
1: right right so and you're like well that's in the bible you know but if I like you recognize eight, too. we like yeah a
2: lot
1: yeah it's a great verse <laughs> but it comes with that obsession you notice all the signs and the reason why I'm speaking that to this group is because you're not yet in the sun of righteousness that's evidence that all those things I just described to you are actually still active in you right now mm-hmm. that's actually true the only this is the one issue why do, why have I been teaching and preaching and scribing against that spirit for the last several years almost non-stop because that is the one barrier once you get into uh, black Venus for that to be circumcised before you're allowed into the sun that is the one thing that has to come off for you to go into the sun and if God permits, we move on to advanced teaching and righteousness. If God permits, because he sees the heart and in the intentions. <laughs> now, when he sees that your intentions are pure, and you really receive that revelation, you recognize it in your own life, you forsake it, you begin to hate it. And hate it thoroughly. I hate every false way. If God permits, then he put, he'll bring you into the sun of Righteousness. That's after you stand on the moon, go to Had, Netza. And then that last one, no matter how much I teach it to you, until you really get that and God approves, that's, you know, that's when you get into the sun. That's when that burns out of you. Now, when you go up through the other higher levels, you'll deal with the remnants of that, because it's there's still a higher circumcision. But that's the big one, the main one, for you to really get on your cosmic journey once you get on the moon and unhawn in Netsa, that's when you're going for a chariot ride. Mm-hmm. And at every tree level, from Netsa to Tiferet, from Venus to the sun, you are trading that shell of brightness, that stolen glory that appears to have a radiance of its own, but is not. That's why they call it Venus, Black Venus, or the Black Morning Star.
0: Mm-hmm. Every warlock has a bright morning star and they speak of the morning star freely.
1: Did you notice? As
0: Lucifer.
1: When I And they s-
0: use the second heavens as our inheritance to function in and it pisses me off.
1: Yeah. I noticed when I would sit on the porch and watch the sunrise When the morning star would appear, I would see it before I saw the sun. I would see the light of the sun, but first I saw Venus, sitting on my porch, looking at the sky. First you'll encounter Venus as you rise, and if you are deceived by its brightness, You'll think you've already seen the light of the morning dawn of that day. What is a day? (laughs) How many days will you ascend through until you reach the Ancient of Days? What is time? How is a day like a thousand years? Earth time versus heaven time? What are the decades of the patriarchs? What are the stairs that you go up? Your spirit is going to start to remember. And let it turn that brain into mush as you let the fire of his word, his revelation, burn within you. And let your desire burn. Yearn for those things. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: For those higher things. It's something that your mind will not comprehend. But you'll have the chance, and you'll be given opportunities to agree... With what we've just said, and when you truly hate that false way, it's unlocked. The gate is open, and the door opened in heaven. He said, "Come up here. I want to show you something." How can you? How can you show you something? What is the lens through which you will see higher mysteries? The Son of Righteousness. How did Isaiah see a whole world higher than Ezekiel? How did Moses ascend? What is the blessing of the patriarchs, the blessing of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? That blessing that came into the hands of Moses... That blessing that was passed down through judges until it came to David, who gave it to his son Solomon. What did Bathsheba ask and pray and intercede for? And come to David with concern when they started to anoint a different king than her son? And so he made sure to establish Solomon. What was that inheritance of kingship? It's the mystery of faith. The realm of faith. That staff that came down through sapphire stones made up of the very same substance inscribed upon it the engravings of that beautiful name. Beyond all comprehension. Beyond all understanding. Beyond days, beyond worlds, carved from the very stone from which the throne of glory was created, given to men. Great are the mysteries of his name that he has given to men that not even The angels in this room had seen until he unveiled it within his sons Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in fallen flesh and graven name. Graven name, above all names. Emanating glory. Speaking life imparting crowns we have crowned him king of our lives king of kings and lord of lords higher realms of glory i want to see the sapphire stone i want to see the sapphire throne i want to see the firmament above the living creatures i want to see the firmament above the living creatures i want to see it don't you want to see it Wouldn't that help you remember who you are? Hallelujah. That's a nice gift. Angels bringing you treasures. Bring them down. Pass them out. Pass out the treasures. Give them to every joyful or tearful receiver. Receive grace. Grace has said his loving kindness, receive it, it's coming down, oh there it goes, it's coming down, it's coming down, coming down sapphire stones to bless you, unmerited favor with God, boldly approach his throne of grace in your time of need. Drops of the dew of heaven From the crown of glory Just one drop could satisfy you I could drink an eternity this one drop (laughs) And I said that a drop just came out of my eye You see that? Above and below At the same time There's no sorrow in that drop. Just as love for you. I could drink that drop, that one drop, for at least a thousand years, maybe an eternity. Encapsulate it. Let it drop over you and flood you. Encapsulate you like a bubble of glory. Let it surround you, wrap around. And let the angels bring you gifts for the king who lives within you. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can see the separation of the uncreated and the created. And so when we're young and foolish, We are overcoming the earthly by the uncreated gift of the down payment of the Holy Spirit, and that gets us into the heavenly. And so there's the glories of the terrestrial and the glories of the celestial, and the constant test is choosing the uncreated over the created, even walking on stars. For star worship is forbidden by anyone who gets into second heavens mysticism. But that's where you really go astray into some really nasty stuff. If you can't separate it in the terrestrial, you'll never separate it in the celestial. So all you're testing and training right now is to separate the created from the uncreated in your hearts by the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God that divides asunder. Created from uncreated. You have the uncreated in you. Christ in you, the uncreated. Now your job is to realize the uncreated in you. And that will separate the created, which is DNA. That's how you grow in holiness. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Or without holiness, no one can rise into higher steps. Notice the steps in Revelation of the highest place of the heavenly Jerusalem are made out of what God has created. Streets of gold. I know this is a reference to having the stars under your feet. Sapphire stones, it's gemstone under your feet the highest ability the highest inheritance of angels under your feet why because you're the bride of the lamb choosing the uncreated over the created highest angelic ability that caused one-third of the angels to fall and almost three-third of man to fall and very few have ever risen since so here's how we divide asunder in ourselves and how do you divide asunder the uncreated from the created his grace growing in salvation is growing in the uncreated grace of the Lord Jesus called a very throne so the new covenant is like she said the building of the throne of glory it's the building of the new covenant in you I will establish my covenant inside your hearts, book of Hebrews it is written, and their hearts shall rise, and their days shall dawn, endless days beyond counting of heaven on earth, because they're choosing the throne of grace within them. So first and foremost, it has to be preached. How will they know unless they're taught? So you have to realize this is salvation. This is the priesthood. This is God. And you have to agree with it. Then it begins to work in you by its own power. Inside the word of grace is the spirit of grace. Inside the spirit of grace is the throne of grace. In his light we see light. He is light within light. Notice the layers according to the word. The depths. That's why we just read to you earlier knowing a deeper depth of Jesus Christ's and his grace dwelling inside you in your innermost being. And as you go deeper and you know him, it will flood your personality. Grace is how you get your glorified personalities, which is how you come alive in your minds. Creativity, which is how you prosper in the marketplace. It's not a magic wand over your bank account like winning the lottery. That's mental illness it's because you're flooded with the impartation of god himself that infuses your soul with all of his ability and with all of his personality and all of his character quality and all of his essence and grace so you become like him in all your ways so no longer are his ways higher than your ways you've risen into his highways of holiness now these are the highways that you are risen to by Knowing the throne of grace inside your spirit, which is light inside Mm. light, light inside light.
1: (laughs) Tastes like fluffy biscuits.
0: (laughs) You are a created spirit. Where most people in my 17 years of full-time ministry miss it is when they discover, discover their spirit. They stop discovering God. They think their spirit is the promised land. Could not be further from the truth. That's a created thing. You just settled for a creature instead of the creator. You're going to still bear the image of the beast on your forehead. Or birds on your forehead. you got to go deeper. Searching the deepest depths of yourself to find Jesus Christ in you. Realizing the glory and then keep realizing it. And it unfolds and completely transfigures you. What's the transfiguration? The resurrection. Where's the resurrection? Discovering The spirit of grace inside your spirit. Amen. That's what transfigures your spirit. That's the covenant. Christ in you. Now going into Christ. Now laying the world down at his feet through your bodies and through your souls and through your spirits. All three realms you have to die daily to. A lot of people just live to their human spirit or live to their born-again spirit. That's apostate. That's how he can say, depart from me, worker of iniquity. You're operating in your own spirit. You didn't go deeper than yourself, because God's the spirit. He identifies yourself, not so much as your flesh or your soul, but as your human spirit. Going deeper than your human spirit to discover the throne of grace, and serving him there is what transfigures your spirit into a divine spirit, into a new name with a white stone and discover these white stones is discovering your new name, your new nature is for serving Jesus that your spirit's transfigured. And the more you serve him, the more you're transfigured. The greater your exploits, the greater your works, the greater your faith. That's what James says. But notice the works are from the experience of knowing him on the inside.
1: He's known within the palaces.
0: Knowing him is a work. The work of salvation work out your salvation with fear and trembling notice the scripture says work it out how do we work for salvation you know the Bible says that we got so much hyper grace and stupid grace around here that we don't even know how to work salvation out we say oh faith 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 is proven by works working out your salvation with fear and trembling there is a working out of the old by discovery using faith to discover him deeper within the glory will intensify within you which means a knowledge a certain knowledge brings salvation yep the mm. knowledge of the glory it brings salvation it's the knowledge of where God is how to tap into him and bring him mm. through your spirit soul and body if you continue to do that you'll be young at a hundred amen
1: he's known in the palaces <laughs> psalms he is known in the palaces what the interior castles of enoch the interior castles of the generations of enoch the names named below for those above within the kingdom of heaven is within you how can i overcome iniquity you might ask more than a conqueror by going up within, the kingdom of heaven within you, Malkut to conquer the realm or the world of Isaiah. that first part of Jacob's ladder on your journey within, you discover your spirit, and as you conquer that tree, that is the riddance of iniquity out of your spirit, that's all. So if you try to go and do that before going up on sapphire stones, you'll be running in circles like a hamster without end, looking externally for something you should try to change a behavior when the answer is purely on pure sapphire stones written, inscribed. And as you conquer those within... You'll go up, and by the time you reach Keter of Isaiah, you'll realize you've worked out with fear and trembling the iniquity of your spirit. That's a sparkling conscience that Bob Jones prophesied and taught about. What did he say? Fly into the sun. Cleanse your conscience. He said it's not something God's gonna do for you. Mm -hmm. Read the scriptures. It's something that you do. A sparkling conscience.
0: My generation was the Stone Age. Your generation is called the Goat of the Stars. Mm-hmm. Some of Bob's last words.
1: The path of the stars. Mm-hmm. Enoch's door opening within. You'll ascend to that realm without sin, That untainted realm, untainted by sin, untainted by the blackness of judgment, where the wrath was poured out on that lamb, that sacrificial offering to close that portal of black Gevra permanently by the blood of the lamb on the doorpost Drink his blood, eat his flesh. Receive forgiveness for iniquity, for transgressions, that your transgressions be not just forgotten, but as it is written, obliterated, known no more. Into the sea of forgetfulness forever. He's simply looking to see that you'll make progress rising on sapphire stones and accept his invitation. What is the evidence that you've received and accepted the invitation to the wedding feast, to the banquet, to the marriage supper of the Lamb? Well, you're on your way. When the invites went out, they said they wouldn't come how was it they didn't come to the wedding feast? They didn't go up sapphire stones. They were invited, but they didn't come. They had excuses in the natural dimension. Why they didn't have time. But not you. No, by grace, pick up your mat and walk. After she gives labor, after a mother gives labor, she rests. She rests on the seventh day, but on the eighth day, the child is circumcised. Will you answer your invitation? go up. God has never asked anything of you that was impossible for you to do with him. So if it's not impossible because all things are possible with him and it's something he's asked you to do, then you must ask the question, what is holding me back? What's stopping me? There is no longer There is now no longer any excuse not to tremble and hide in fear of judgment but to open up your spirit wide to receive revelation and let your mind be made new by every revelation given to you renewed in the spirit of your mind the transfiguration of the mind of your spirit to be fixed on him. all things are possible. Call him not a liar and confess with your mouth all things are possible through him for those who believe and you believe. So take a step of faith and ask for undeserved grace. Confess your sins to him confess your sins one to another the humbling the humble receive grace grace to rise and you'll go up and you'll get into the sun and your day will dawn and you will shine like the stars as you enter the sun and then you can help teach righteousness, but only until, until then, you rise, instruct yourself, heal yourself, heal your spirit, and once you're in the sun, then you might be eligible to teach righteousness, and cause others to shine and then sanctify your soul, amen.
0: And so the Pharisees forbid them to teach in that name because the truth is a higher teaching from the apostles and prophets is what destroys all the works of the devil.
1: In Jesus' name.
0: The synagogue of Satan didn't forbid any other thing. They didn't care that they're at the temple. None of that junk. You could praise and worship kumbaya for 400 years. What they forbid was teaching. Because teaching is what destroys the works of the devil. It'll be a higher teaching that brings revolution and renaissance to America. It won't be so much the praise and worship in front of the White House. Although, you can do that. We're not against that. I'd love to do that. What we need to do, though, is have a higher celestial teaching of righteousness. We need you people eating and digesting celestial teachings of righteousness, encountering the realities of the sapphire stones, and the realities of the book of Enoch, the realities of the new covenant promised land and the heavenly angelic sphere and the higher wisdom and tasting the resurrection that is to come through you. Then telling others and teaching on it from your experiences In the resurrection. That teaching is what destroys Babylon the Great.
1: But God forbid that you teach righteousness before you step into the sun and allow that old nature to burn. Not many of you should be teachers. Those of you who have a calling to teach should not teach on righteousness until you've entered Tiferet and you stand in it, and you, not in imagination, not in the mind, not in wishful thinking, but in reality, that you see and you experience and you understand, and God is your witness, confirming, angels confirming, God confirming, the apostles, the prophets confirming, the signs and wonders confirming, the word of God confirming, and then, and only then, would you be approved to teach about righteousness. And even then, you should do so with fear and trembling, because at that point, son, righteousness, congratulations, you are now barely saved. There are many worlds above you at that point, and there are worlds above us now. We don't speak of those things that we don't know, other than through pure prophecy by the spirit of Jesus to speak those things into being that are not as though they are and even then with the awe of God and respect for heaven that we wouldn't heap all the more condemnation upon ourselves as it's written in the New Testament that can happen with a teacher So,
0: that's why we shut down all these Immature teachers once they start eating Joel's bar and start making videos. It's totally demonic Jesus didn't allow anyone to teach until they had been with him three years Mm -hmm. I mean the ones that are coming in to being kindergarten teachers through true righteousness have been with us practicing Obedience and humility three five and ten years Mm -hmm. And they're still not released by the God of heaven Mm -hmm. yet to teach
1: not not preschool yet Some of you will be preschool teachers of righteousness
0: But what we're really dealing with is so much pride where it goes into the soul like you think you know because it's in the soul But it hasn't built up the Mm -hmm. spirit man to being a living creature We want to learn from the living creature Mm -hmm. part of you So you have the animal wanting to steal, kill, and destroy Why is it called throwing pearls before swine? Mm -hmm. The swine is the human being that wants the things of the divine in its self-nature
1: Self-importance swine The (laughs) self-importance
0: It needs to be terminated and shut down everywhere because it's an abomination. Mm -hmm. But once you learn righteousness, which is eating the bread of righteousness, Mm -hmm. and you're walking in it for a while, and there's a consistency, you are commanded to Mm -hmm. reproduce. Oh, you are commanded. That's the next level of growth is reproduction of the butterfly, which Mm -hmm. is the teaching of the celestial righteousness. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna start to come forth through the ones that have been with us for years mm-hmm. faithful and true amen. amen
1: amen now the bare minimum for teaching righteousness might be being in the sun but as like a personal recommendation and uh, this is my personal recommendation from experience but whatever god wants to do in your life uh the lord's righteousness son of righteousness according to the lord himself that's his standard is you have to get into the son of righteousness first that's his standard that's him, that's, that's his voice, uh, but from my experience, uh, speaking from my own wisdom from experience, I wouldn't seek teaching it, even once you get into the sun, right away, allow, I would allow it to burn. I would personally seek to get above the sun, standing on the sun. I would not be very comfortable in teaching very freely or casually until at least being in the Jared, Jared's uh, sixth interior mansion, where you're being made holy. Because holiness is a much greater protection to you than just the barely saved righteousness of being in the sun. And when you begin to teach, especially with the enemies that we, we deal with, you'll be dealing with a lot more. And then the pride of holiness is something in that transition that you deal with. So there's a lot of things that go on during that time. So once you're in the sun, you can teach righteousness. And that was the word for, from the Lord, you, you can teach righteousness. But use wisdom when you go up. Because it is possible, and I've done this myself in the past, where you attain to getting into the sun and then you fall out and you have to get back up. You want to be established and sealed there. So I wouldn't go looking for fights or doing other things. Make sure if you're teaching at that level, for those of you, when you're going to go into the sun, rejoice in it, celebrate it, enjoy it. But that is the critical time for you to be sealed in righteousness, sun sealed, song of songs, sun sealed in righteousness. And really, that's that's when you really begin that strict training of the narrow way. It gets very strict once you get into the sun and above. And that critical time, you want to guard your heart, walk in the awe and the fear of God, and really go for holiness, really go for holiness because holiness, it is written, is that invincible shield. So, the more that you can stick to that and rise a little higher than that, that's going to give you a much more solid platform to speak from in the invisible realm. And you're going to be more well protected and more versed, having more, a little more experience in righteousness, and that'll help you to heap less condemnation upon yourself as a teacher. Okay?
0: Glory, amen. Wisdom. Last 24 hours for the orphanage outreach in Arlem, Africa. Tomorrow night, we're going to be presenting a check here at Joel's Bar for all that we've raised this last week, and So if you have anything you want to give, now's the time to give. I just want to read a verse. Acts 24, 17. Now after several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring to my people charitable contributions and offerings, Apostle Paul says. In Acts 24, 18, they found me in the temple presenting offerings. Where did they find the old apostle, the leader of the body of Christ? What is The example being found in the temple, Mm -hmm. presenting offerings to God in Jesus' name. May you present your offerings to God in the temple and let it be received by the Lord (laughs) Jesus Christ tonight. And I pray there be a multiplication upon every offering and there be the breakthrough and the divine plans of God and activation for it as your sacrifices go to the Lord Jesus Christ through Red Letter Ministries and the apostolic leadership in this ministry. Amen. We'll see you guys
2: tomorrow.